Okay. Whew. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Are we too close to the mic? My mum said to me today, she was like, are you doing your iPad? I was like, what do you mean my iPad? <laughs> she was like, you know, that hearing thing. I was like, the podcast? <laughs> she was like, yes, that's what I mean. Welcome to Kate and Lily on the iPad. <laughs> it sounds like two children who've been put in timeout. <laughs> oh my God, I really did not need that coffee. Yeah, I know. Third coffee, one big Red Bull. A big the, one. Same fucking price on the meal deal. Yeah, yeah, all right. What sandwich did living. you get? I'm so basic. Okay, <gasps> wait, 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 let me guess. Yeah. So you said you're so basic. Yeah. And you, you do eat everything. Yeah. Okay. I reckon you got like a chicken. No. No chicken? No. Like when I say basic, I mean like the taste of a five-year-old. Plain cheese? That's my go-to. There Ooh. wasn't a plain cheese. So I had to go cheese and pickle. I just, I don't. Plain cheese. I'm sorry, Kate. but I don't want to eat grotty Tesco meal deal chicken. We have a, a pod update for the week. Mm -hmm. We got our first troll. I honestly couldn't be more happy or excited that it's a man. Honestly, it made my day. I screenshotted it and sent it to Lily. I was like, I know we're not talking pod stuff, um, but we have a troll. Um, so welcome. I hope you're listening. Um, probably one of the first people that's going to listen, I would imagine. Trolls are always like your biggest supporters in a way. He's the 150 downloads. <laughs> he's, he's, you know, making us. Yeah, right. So thank you. And I hope you're, I hope you're having a nice day. Yeah. Did we do a welcome? Okay, no, rewind. <laughs> DJ, run that track. Hello. Welcome to the least of our problems. We are back. I'm Kate. I'm Lily. And this week we thought we'd talk about money. We thought we would talk about the wonderful, wonderful money and how... Maybe not everyone has it as much as we think we do. Yeah, I think maybe we think collectively everyone has more money than they actually do. And we're comparing ourselves to an ideal that isn't actually real. Or a concept that we've created in our minds. Mm -hmm. uh, and that can come from social media. Um, it comes from discussions of expensive holidays. Mm -hmm. uh, so we thought we would just break it down, have that on honest talk. We wanted to have this conversation about transparency around money because we feel that a lot of topics of discussion in your adult life are about money, even though it might not necessarily be directly mentioned how much stuff is. It's constantly people going, I've bought a holiday, I've bought a house, I've bought a car. And so we wanted to go, actually, there's people like me and Lily who collectively are still in the minuses of a bank account and credit cards. I guess we wanted to put actual numbers to it instead of just kind of being vague. It's like, oh, how are you doing this month for money? Yeah, I'm all right. And it's like, what does that actually mean? I think we need to start talking about salaries. We need to start talking about savings. Me and Kate were just saying that we have this idea that everyone has somewhere saved up 10K in savings. And it's like, I haven't talked to any of my friends about that. That probably doesn't exist, but I'm just making myself feel bad for it. Yeah. Well, welcome to adulthood. 
We are here to have a full open discussion about it. We're going to talk about our bank accounts, how full they are or not full they are, what our savings look like, our overdrafts, our loans, our credit cards. We're going to talk about everything. So we asked our followers if they speak to their friends about money. The general consensus was that they don't. Oh. So most people said they have a vague idea of what their friends earn. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people often don't say, oh, I earned this much this month or I've bought a car for X amount or my holiday cost X, Y and Z unless they've got a deal. So, oh, <laughs> this was so cheap. It was this much. Mm. So it's almost like you kind of have a ballpark of what they're spending or potentially what they're earning, but no actual specifics. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So I also think that a lot of people said they don't feel comfortable. They feel like it's none of anyone's business, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. But then I think from perspectives of people from the outside, you're there like, oh my God, that person must be earning so much money. I'm failing. I'm not doing that well because I'm not earning X, Y, and Z. I'm not being able to afford a 30K wedding or Mm -hmm. a, a 3K fucking holiday. And what I've noticed from the response on social media was that the younger people got, the more willing they were to talk about money. Well, I've seen um, a couple of posts on social media saying that it should be more transparent about how much we earn because all it is made to do is make inequalities. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a divide and conquer approach that comes from management and they're very strict that you can't discuss your salaries because people are going to start realizing that they're not being paid equally and it's funny because that happened to me at work and I was the one getting paid a pound more than one of my friends who should have been also earning that pound more and it was by having those discussions with each other and it's like well what are your job roles what what are we doing what are you doing different than to me and she was doing the exact same job as me but they just weren't paying her that pound the discussions were just in the air that management was like that she needs to be paid that pound yeah so we thought we would also kind of broach the topic of houses buying houses uh that is something that we feel quite strongly about is something that isn't necessarily talked about in a open and transparent space like here Agreed. I also feel it's a lot of what I see a lot of people buying houses and I have no idea how they got there. So do you have a house or are you on the way to having a house, Kate? Absolutely no way. Uh, We went to a mortgage advisor the Mm -hmm. other day. (laughs) She just was like categorically no. Categorically no. She was like, there is no hope for you guys. Because of your earnings? Because of our earnings, because I made the stupid decision to go self-employed. So can I ask you how much you were earning before you quit? So I was earning 37,000. Okay. Yeah. So my take home was between 2,200 and 2,300, depending on the month and depending on if I got extra stuff. Okay. I now take home 1,000, sometimes 900. Okay. And are you working pretty much flat out is that like full-time work yep yeah i'm probably averaging around 45 to 50 hours a week at the minute wow 
And can I ask you how much your rent is? So divided between two people, we've mm-hmm. got a very good deal. Right. It's 995. So that's between me and my partner. And you split the cost of that? Split the, split the cost. Lovely flat. It's fucking freezing. Like it is absolutely freezing. Mm-hmm. But because we're both on relatively low wages or self-employed, mm-hmm. I refuse to turn the heating on. You must be fucking freezing. Yeah. Um, I take home roughly around one four. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, that is working about, I think it's 37 hours a week. Yeah. Over four days. My rent, because I moved, I moved in with my partner and her parents. So uh, my rent is only a hundred pounds. Fuck. Yeah. Um, my previous rent was when I was like living, um, that was 500 pounds, which is still incredibly low. And yeah. I was extremely grateful to be in that situation, but I, I couldn't afford 500 pounds. Are you saving for a house? No. Something you're interested in doing? I am only interested in owning a house for safety and stability. I don't want to own a house. I just want to feel safe. Yeah. Um, if we had a rental market a bit more like Germany, I wouldn't care. If renters had more security, you know, we could paint the place, we could decorate and live there until we're 60. I would have no desire to buy a, ha- buy a house. Um, also, my money basically covers the, the anything I earn, I spend, I'm back down to zero at the end of the month. So there is no room for saving to buy a house. So to buy a house in Bristol where we live... Um, Please don't stalk us. But if you want to buy us a house, you can stalk us. <laughs> the average first time buyer um, to buy a home would be 223,000. So that would require a 35,000 pound deposit <laughs> with a household income of 47,000 pounds. So uh, I'm, I'm sure you're thinking right about now, mm, what the actual fuck, where am I going to get all that money from? And how are people buying those houses? Well, You will be happy to know that according to Zoopla.com, a whole three quarters, that's three quarters of people had parental help when buying a house. So you're not failing at life. You just weren't born with generational wealth. We also want to say that there is absolutely no shame in your parents buying a house for you or giving you a deposit or helping you out. We're not here slating that. What we're here doing is going actually the reality of what you see of people buying a house for the first time that's three bedrooms and a car and both of them work relatively okay jobs that doesn't mean that they are doing better than you Mm -hmm. it means that there is other things are going on behind the scenes so that you know you are not failing you are not wrong you are not doing life differently you working full time and still not being able to afford a house is absolutely fine. I think it's also really important to know you might go, oh, I really wanted to do psychology, say. (laughs) And then you might come out and go, oh, there is absolutely no jobs that I can get without a PhD, without a master's, and I can't afford to do that. So I have to reconfigure my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's happened to me as I came out of 
uni and I was like, well, I'll do a master's. And then I realized that anyone who has had a master's, they had pretty much been funded by their parents. Well, for me, when I was in my overdraft, I, and I was working full time, I had a constant sense of dread. And so even though I wanted it to be okay, and I was like, it's an overdraft, everyone has an overdraft, everyone uses them. I felt so bad about myself. I felt so out of control. I felt like I was just losing because every month I'd get paid and I would stay in my overdraft. And it was making me feel so stressed. Yeah. I don't know how it makes you feel. You seem to be pretty like chill with it. So I am chill. Mm. I think for me now, I was previously at a job where I was so stressed, so overwhelmed, so depressed that when I got to payday, it felt like a reward. Mm -hmm. It feels like a reward. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this is the money that is validating my stress, that is validating my depression, that is validating the fact that I don't have a life. So it's okay. So for me, that money almost felt like, okay, this is what we owe you for the stress and the depression that we're giving you. Whereas now, yes, I'm in the bottom of my overdraft. However the money that I make, I feel okay about it. And I I don't, I'm not waiting for the end of the month because I feel like I need the reward. I feel like, sounds cliche, I do get rewarded every day by being okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my money isn't amazing, but it's okay. Like I'm not waiting for the end of the month to get my validation. So we thought it would be fun to... (laughs) <laughs> see what people's weirdest weirdest purchases or strangest purchases are um so first and foremost lily what is your strangest purchase it's not strange but it was just something i couldn't afford at the time so me and my friend I, wanted I to go can't see beyonce the last time i yep. went abroad and i was um, on a course when the tickets came out and i kind of messaged him and i was like just buy them like just buy them and I, I think I said like my limit was like 150 pounds. And genuinely I was at the bottom of my overdraft and that was all I could afford. I was in this course, couldn't look at my phone. He is messaging me like they're 250. I'm just going to buy them. This is Beyonce. You know, it's Beyonce. We're going. So I didn't see all any of these messages for hours. I come back to my phone. The tickets have been purchased. 250 pounds. I'm ecstatic. I'm so happy. I'm telling everyone I'm going to see Beyonce. And then I'm like, I need to pay my friend the money for, for these Beyonce tickets. I didn't have it, literally didn't have it. Had to ask my mum and I can't, I made up some sort of scenario. I was like, I need a hundred pounds. I need it now. I just need a hundred pounds, mum. Don't like, I just need a hundred pounds. And I said to my friend, I'm going to pay you. Just, you know, give me a second. I had to wait till my mum transferred me the money. Transferred the 250 pounds, had no money for the rest of the month. But I saw Beyonce. Living on beans to watch Beyonce. What about you? Um, Mine is... So me and one of my really good friends are obsessed with Craig David. Um, Obviously. (laughs) Me and my friend are obsessed with him. And I couldn't think of what to get her for her birthday. So I bought her a life-size version of Craig David pop-up thing. But... I forgot to select the life size size. So it's like hip height. <laughs> so it's kind of tragic to be buying that in your late 20s for another person. What have you guys spent ridiculous money on? So 60 pounds on a washing basket. 
That one was ridiculous. Like literally that's what the floor is for. If I'm spending £60 on a washing basket, I want it to sort my laundry for me. And do the washing. And then take it downstairs to the washing machine, <laughs> hang it up on the dryer, fold it up when it's done. Yeah, 100%. Okay, what else? Uh, we have a lot of people saying their degrees. Yeah. A lot of people really, really thought that their degrees was the stupidest thing they spent money on. Yep, all right. A lot of them were also psychology degrees. So shout out <laughs> all of those people who've wasted money on psychology degrees. Also, one that I thought was really funny is someone bought uh, booty shorts for their dog. I don't even know what that is. I was about to say, does a dog have a bum? Like, do you want to see a dog in booty shorts? It has a butthole, but does it have like a bum? What event was it bought for? Event. The, do <laughs> the dog's attending an event and it must, it requires booty shorts. <laughs> Dear Fluffy, <laughs> please come to my Baywatch themed birthday party. You must wear booty shorts. <laughs> I felt like the one I related to the most was the person who spent £200 for a wrinkle prevention pillowcase. What made me really happy is that they followed up with a message saying that they had to get rid of it because it hurt their back. <laughs> If that's not women's beauty standards summed up, I don't know what is. Considering that most men probably sleep on the same pillow that they've had since they were six with one cotton ball in it. <laughs> this one is my absolute favourite. Go on. An adult human, like, willingly went out and bought one of those inflatable sh sh men who they put outside car dealerships. I wonder what it was for. Do they have it in their house all year round? Is it just in the kitchen? That's not appropriate. Honestly, how much better would dinner time be? <laughs> <laughs> the inflatable man that came to tea. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. So, does money equal happiness? I do spend a lot of money on shit. Mm. And stuff that I don't need. Like, do I really need a Kinder Bueno? Yeah, but does it make you a little bit happier? Yes. Yeah. Do I eat it in my car alone? Listening to the archers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do honestly feel like sometimes you need something to make you feel a bit happy. And if that is five pound sushi or a four pound coffee, I think you should just spend it. I am a prime treat yourself gal. So I also thought that I would personally like to give a little tip about how to save money from, the, wo <laughs> from the woman who's <laughs> at the bottom of her overdraft. <laughs> Listen up, guys. <laughs> Pen and paper at the ready. We're all waiting with bated breath. So I did no spend November. I said I, I did it because I gave up very quickly. So what were you allowed to spend money on? Food, I presume. Food, petrol. Uh-huh. And essentials. So, you know, the classics. Tampons. Wine. No, not wine. Why did you stop? Because I forgot my lunch one day. So I bought a sandwich and I was like, oh, end of it now. Just cascaded. <laughs> Six days done. Well, I think it's better than nothing. So we just wanted to be honest and open and go, actually, it's okay that maybe you've had to move home to live with your parents to save money. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be renting. It's okay to be at the bottom of your overdraft. <laughs> we are going to share with you very lucky people what's in our bank accounts?
So how's your bank account looking? I currently have £689.99. What about you? What's in your current account? I have minus £1,963. Nice. I would just like to say that a couple of weeks before we we decided to do this money episode and then I got a check from HMRC. I shouldn't have paid any tax last year and I got a tax rebate of £1,700. So if I hadn't have got that, I probably would still be in my overdraft. Yeah. I we're just being completely transparent. That is how I have I'm in the green on my account. How many credit cards do you have? So I have one credit card, oh, okay. um, which I took out to do a nail course that I thought would change my life and it didn't. It was just it turns out just a nice thing to do. I sometimes paint my own nails. Um I have yet to make any money off this nail course. It cost me one thousand three hundred pounds including I decided to do it in Glasgow, flights to Glasgow. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> flights to Glasgow, a hotel. Um, I, again, was I was going through a breakup and decided I needed to go to Glasgow to do a nail course. Understandable. Yeah. So I got out a credit card. Um, out of the £1,300 that I've borrowed, I still have £962 to pay off. Fair. What about you? How many credit cards do you have? I have two. Okay. One of them... I have 600 to pay off. Yeah. And the other, I think I'm completely paid off. So I'm just pretending it doesn't exist. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which is the adult thing to do. Oh, 100%. I, for ages, just would never log on to my Lloyds Bank. Like, it used to fill me with terror to log on to the bank. And I'd be scared to see how much money I didn't have. But then I have a loan out for, oh. my, for my car that I no longer have. What happened? I sold it because I was so poor. But then so how come that didn't pay off the loan? So it paid off part of the loan, but then you've got like interest and stuff like that. Uh, That's so shit. Right. So what are your last three purchases on your bank card? (laughs) So a lot of my bank account is me transferring money from my savings. Yeah. To purchase a coffee. Right. I then purchase the coffee and then I transfer a little bit more money to cover another coffee. Okay. So, so is your are you t- are you telling me your last three purchases have been coffee? Yes, and a declined <laughs> spending at the hairdressers. Mine is coffee. And then I spent 17.99 at Superdrug and that was for a spray, a facial spray that also tans your face. Ooh, essential in my opinion. Mine is literally all food. And then you get to the end of October and all of it is parking tickets. Then I've got another coffee, Aldi, Co-op, Sainsbury's, Aldi, Sainsbury's. <laughs> so that's us being extremely honest. We have, well, Lily has money. I'm but poor. Li- I, it, uh. <laughs> She's trying to be more relatable than she is. <laughs> So you know what time it is. It's the what's hot and what's not. (laughs) Guys, calm down, please. (laughs) Control yourselves. (laughs) Do you have your hot? I do. Go on, go on, go on. My hot this week is that today has been a delightfully autumnal day. Oh my God, vomit. It's been lovely. I'm going to throw up. Okay, well, all right. I thought you fell over on your bum in the mud. <laughs> that was going to be my what? Not, not, not. <laughs> I fell over 
on my ass. I have never been so embarrassed. But only a dog was watching, so I don't know. Yeah, but there's something different when when you fall over as an adult. You're like, this is embarrassing now. I genuinely, and then I have to walk back with my bum covered in mud, but it was like two proper bum prints. I, I see other dog walkers and none of them look as muddy or as chaotic as me. I think that just means you're really putting in a lot of effort. <laughs> Crawl around on the floor with the dogs. <laughs> my not hot yeah. is being diagnosed with a wheat allergy. Oh, that's pretty shit. And it's so, it's not boring, but how am I ever supposed to go to an Italian restaurant ever again? How am I supposed to look an Italian in the eye and say, I would like the gluten-free pasta, please? Yeah. Like, what, what do you want for dinner tonight? Gluten-free pizza. Not cool. Um, my hot, though, was I tried Lion's Mane hot chocolate for the first time the other day. What the fuck is that? Mushrooms. Oh. Yeah. Mushrooms in the hot chocolate. We talked about this in the car. In the car on the way here. And it was so nice. Was it? Yeah. Unfortunately, you have to take it for like months and months and months daily to see in a, like an actual effect. Lion's mane is supposed to help with brain cognition. But what if you're already... How do you tell? How I guess you, you just you're... start to feel more... Like you could... Just clarity. A lot of clarity happens apparently. I don't know if I want that much clarity. I'm quite, <laughs> I'm quite happy bumbling through life and falling over in the mud and not being aware of my surroundings. Yeah, maybe no mushrooms for you. Sure. If you're already rolling around on the floor, I don't need any mushrooms. Is it just like a general like chestnut mushroom from Tesco that they've just? No, no, they're like mushrooms, like actual like. Can they get no? Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about here, but they are. They are like special mushrooms. Like it's actually a called lion's mane mushroom. Right. Um. So that's that. If I'm. That's that. That's it. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Oh we wait, no. Oh my god, we have a confession. <laughs> Did someone write in? Someone wrote oh in. Oh my god, I'm so gassed. I it, honestly, it made me so happy when it came in. Okay. Please tell us. Let me just find it. Dear Lily and Kate. Ah! Isn't that so funny? That's so cute. Okay. I am a 33-year-old male. <gasps> cool. A male? Yeah. I have a good job. Cool. All good right. for you, mate. <laughs> Don't all men? Love going out. Cool. Definitely single. <laughs> and I'm earning over 40k a year. Yet I have a confession that I am honestly ashamed of at my old age. Every night I go out on, instead of buying drinks, I mind sweep. <gasps> yeah. My friends don't know and I'm completely ashamed that I do it. I don't know if it's the thread of it or the fact that I spend under 30 quid on a normal night out, but I still manage to get absolutely plastered. It's definitely be became uncool <laughs> even at uni. I think it became uncool before uni. So the fact that I'm still doing it when I'm in my 30s is, isn't isn't great. I also think, just on a side note, no woman would do this. I was literally thinking that. No woman would feel safe doing this. No. But maybe actually taking somebody else's drink is the safest way because no one's date raped her. Because I am... I'm in shock. I see this as my, <laughs> my money-saving dirty little secret. 
and so thought it would be good for your money episode after I saw you post about it on Instagram. Sorry to all those people that I've taken pints from the minute you turn your back at the bar. I will owe you one. Probably not. Oh my God. And maybe you might be saving women from being date raped by drinking their drinks. I guess you also have to be open to just whatever the drink is. Yeah. So I guess it's like a commitment to alcohol that you're just going to drink whatever it is. I reckon that he probably ha- buys a couple and then is confident mm. enough to just rob people's drinks. I also love that that was our first confession because I that felt that. really deep. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We we resolve you of your sin and we say keep going. <laughs> and this is why women live longer. <laughs> so we wanted to say an absolutely ginormous, huge, phenomenal thank you to everybody who has listened, downloaded, recommended, written in to the pod. Your support means so much to us. We're so, this week we've just been sending messages to each other back and forth, being like, can you believe this? It's just blown us away and we we are so, so, so grateful. So yeah. thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Episode complete. Yeah. And after you. <laughs> Go, go, go. I was going to say see you next week. So I feel like whatever you have to say probably should come before that. If you want to send a DM or if you want to send an email, you can email us at leastofourproblems at gmail.com. Bye. See you Uh, next week. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Did you hold that in? (laughs) If you weren't missing, I'd still be your friend. He said I was her friend. (laughs) How integral is hummus to your happiness? Extremely. You saw a scrawny, insecure boy and you're like, do you know what? He needs some bullying. I won a tenner, spent the tenner straight away on on the the lottery. lottery. (laughs) My car that I've got now is worse than a car that I was driving at 18.